Friends, I am the furthest thing from being spontaneous, unless you count impulse shopping, but that's not what I'm talking about. Tony Robbins said something about spontaneity that really, really stuck with me. And I think about it often, especially as I'm trying to work in a little bit more creativity into my midlife. He said, joy comes when you are spontaneous. It's really hard to be truly happy when you're not being yourself. And most of us have no clue who we are. Big statement there. And then he goes on to say, a big part of my work is to get people to do things spontaneously without thinking because that is when the real you shows up. That's when the energy comes alive. So that made me really start thinking like if you're not being spontaneous, then you really are not tapping in to that real you. And that is exactly what I want to talk about today. Welcome to Badass Midlife, a podcast for women in midlife where we talk about past hangups, regrets, guilt, and how the ups and downs have made us into the resilient women we are today. We talk about what to let go of, how to move on, and how to do your midlife like a badass. Enjoy the show. Hey friends, hope everybody's doing well today. If you're listening to this in real time, uh, it's mid-October and I love the fall. And so I'm just really getting jazzed. Everything just feels easier uh, this time of year for me. So like just being outside, walking, cleaning, everything just feels easier because you're just not in that hot, sticky muck. Just not my thing, man. I just cannot handle that. So loving where we are right now. Wish we had a little bit of a longer fall here in the Midwest, but it's pretty short-lived. I'll take it. I'll take whatever I can get. Uh, So today I want to talk about spontaneity. I read you this line from Tony Robbins that really the part of it that just really got to me when I read it is that getting people to do things spontaneously without thinking is when the real person shows up. And I just felt like that was something that has been understated, if you ask me. Like a lot of times we think about, well, what's it going to take? What do I, what is it that I want? What do I need to do? And really the thing that stops us the most from tapping into that real person or the things that we like is because we have just grown to kind of kill that spontaneity muscle. We just don't, for the most part, we just don't do it either as much as we get older or you're just like me. I've just never been spontaneous. I'm a little bit more on the, okay, like let's think this through. My sister's much more spontaneous. God love her. Thank God because we already don't do enough stuff, but just with her little bit of spontaneity, you know, at least I get to do more things because she's just like literally dragging me like, come on, you're making excuses. And I'm like, yeah, okay, I kind of am. And so to watch that exercise in motion where someone asks something, like asks you to do something or asks me to do something and just that few seconds in there where you're like, why, why am I going to say no? How can I say no? Like you're literally thinking of reasons of how you can say no. It's just crazy. I think all the time about 
things that seem really fun and spontaneous and I want to be that person. If I could just seize that moment and just move, I I think I could do it, right? But it doesn't go like that. Like I said, within seconds, I'm usually talking myself out of it, thinking of every possible flaw in the plan, listening to those inner people, you know, on your committee and just falling right back into the norm, the safe, predictable norm. So it turns out this is not uncommon. Spontaneity is just not something that a lot of people can say that they have. So today we're going to talk about why it's hard and then the things that you can do to just become more spontaneous and kind of work it in to your day-to-day life. So the reason it's hard is because we do want to be safe. We're generally cautious people. Our job is to protect ourselves. So in order to be really good at being safe and being protected, we just kind of almost uh, automatically deflect any outside the normal routine thoughts and we just fall right back in to what our comfort routine is. The comfortable way we do our daily life is where we revert to. It's just our default because we generally want to stay safe. It's just the way that we're wired and totally makes sense. Safe feels good and it feels right. And who the heck could ever blame you for wanting to be safe? But it does make me wonder, why do we not want to even try? Why not do this unconventional thing instead of just the normal thing? Why do we just not even want to try? So maybe whatever that crazy thing was just popped into your head and it could be very well telling you something about what you need. So I'm a believer that really nothing pops into your head as a thought or an idea unless there's something triggering about it unless there's something about it that is speaking to a part of you that you need or something that you're trying to stop doing so these things that come into your head let's talk about um let's say you hear about this um book club that meets you know once a week and or once a month let's say that's probably more like it And it just seems fun because there are um, people that are going to be in it. The books are all like um, kind of fun, like self-help books, kind of geared around women. And it sounds really fun. Everybody brings, it's BYOB, you know, everybody brings snacks. You talk about the book and it just sounds really, really fun. And something like that does sound fun to me. And I talk about this crap all the time. And in my mind, if I heard that today and somebody said, let's, uh, we're doing this book club. You want to you wanna join? We're going to start again next month. We're going to read this um, great like self-help book. And, you know, why not? My first thought is, yeah, no, there's probably going to be like a couple days in there where I can't do it. Or I'd like to keep my schedule open in case one of my kids needs something. 
or, you know, in case I got to work, like, because we're just so geared to feel like we just can't. It's not because we don't want to. It's not because we are just dull, boring people. It's just because we want to be safe. But when you think about it, the, the reason that that even that you're entertaining it even for a little bit is because there might be an actual need that you have for that kind of social little interaction. There's no question that I need that. There's no question that I need it. But I can tell you 100% I am the person that's finding a million reasons why that just cannot happen. And I say cannot and I underline it like I make it like it cannot happen. And I'm sure there are those of you out there that do the same thing. It's not even it's not even a maybe you're like, yeah, no, I can't. And it's just insane. So if and when this happens to you, really start by asking yourself how you feel about that whole idea. What is it about the idea that's kind of grating on you? What is uncomfortable about it? What is it a what is it kind of pulling out in you that's making you just get uneasy and want to say no? Or better yet, just be bold and just act on it before starting your little mental target practice on why it's not possible. Sometimes when we are thinking about the reasons that we're saying no to something, maybe it's just you have discomfort with certain social situations in this case let's talk about the book club and you're thinking about how you're going to say no well you've never really been a person that really you know loves to do these little social things maybe you're just a person that really likes to go home um, every night after work and just have your routine with your partner your husband your spouse your family whatever and it's just you love it so much that you just can't really even you don't want to give up one second of it but the truth of the matter is that we have other things that we need to be a well-rounded person and so even though it's wonderful that you love your routine to go home and be with your family it's just not the thing that you have to do every single night we're talking about once a month So when you think about it like that and you think, well, I mean, I could, what is my reason? What is actually going on? Is it some kind of insecurity? Probably, you know, is it, is it that I really love something else better? Possible too, right? Or just the idea of whatever it is that you're thinking of, it just might trigger something that just makes you feel a little bit like, I don't know if I can. Sometimes people feel like, they don't have a lot to contribute because of the way that they've grown up or the the way that their life has been they just don't feel like they have much to offer and so anytime something like that comes up it's just like yeah that that couldn't possibly be anything that i could contribute to so that's a different conversation but the point is whenever you are feeling yourself not be spontaneous or just saying no just as a knee-jerk reaction ask yourself just sit down and journal about it. Like, okay, hold on. When I'm saying no right now, what is really the reason? And just start scribbling down the things, the reasons that you might say no. And you might want to blame your spouse, or you might want to blame your kids, or you might want to blame your work, or you might want to blame God knows what. 
but ask yourself why because it is not usually those external situations or people it's usually more so something about you and your comfort zone and the things that you are protecting and that's why you're saying no so how can you begin to be more spontaneous and me because this is a work in progress for me everything we talk about on badass midlife is girl we're going through this together so how to start to be more spontaneous so even though we know that routines are wonderful and necessary they're definitely the killer of spontaneity just the idea that we are trying to stay uh, really rigid in our routine just by nature of a routine that means you're not being spontaneous so if you want to start dabbling in spontaneity start with something small So, for example, if you wouldn't leave your house normally, let's say on a Saturday until your laundry's done, do that. Call a friend, grab someone, grab your partner, just go to that new coffee shop before you dive into sorting your clothes, which is going to lead you into, uh, you know, doing some other cleaning, which is going to probably keep you at home for a good four or five hours on a Saturday, when really if you would have just stopped and paused and said, okay, this laundry is sure as hell going to be here when I get back, so I'm just going to go try this new coffee shop. I'm going to go run to that farmer's market. I, that Those clothes can wait. It's a small little exercise, but it will start sort of allowing you to flex that spontaneity muscle. Or just like I said earlier, if you always go straight home after work every single Friday, just try saying yes to meeting some friend's after work instead of just you know running like a hyena straight to your house and wanting to get cozy we all love that it's not that I don't love that of course I love that too the point is every once in a while in order to unfold more parts of your personality and become a person that's more well-rounded try to say yes to stuff even once in a while I think it's Shonda Rhimes, I think, wrote a book, something about saying yes. I can't think of the name of it, but um, I'll put it in the show notes. She has this little challenge where she just, I think, it's, this is her, in her book. But anyway, there is an exercise where you say yes for 30 days to things that generally make you feel uncomfortable. And when I heard about that, I was like, oh, that kind of ties into this whole topic of spontaneity where I, I can't. I'm not going to sit here and say do it every day for 30 days, say yes, because I think that things don't come up for us in that way. I don't think that there's always an opportunity every single day to be spontaneous, but certainly whenever something comes up, whenever you are asked to do something or when that crazy thought pops into your mind and maybe you see an ad pop up for Um, really great airfare and a weekend and you're like okay like I totally could do this and that looks so nice like we could go there and the leaves are changing it would just be a fun weekend like just do it book it instead of talking yourself out of it instead of thinking of all the reasons that you can just book it so just those little steps and it's not gonna be easy and it's not necessarily going to feel perfect the first time the first few times but the point is that by doing it you are really actually changing the way your brain thinks about trying new things about saying yes 
when every part of you is trying to poke holes in it and say no. And once you see that it didn't kill you, and it was actually fun and fine, you can start to do a little bit more with that new comfort level you have with things that are uncomfortable. So allow your mind to wander a little bit. Give yourself some time to really think over what your roadblock is. So when you think about the farmer's market, let's say, think about when I have said no to this in the past, and I've said that it's because I have to do my laundry, what is it really that I'm saying no to? Well, it's the routine. It's the, again, like we talked about, it's staying comfortable, staying in the zone. What you're saying no to is just another part of your personality that you've done a really damn good job of just keeping hidden and really reserved. Like the big stuff, you're probably going to say yes to. The things like there's four or five people and everybody's pushing you and you're just like, yeah, okay, I don't have the energy to say no to you. You're probably going to do it. It's these small things, these little you know, weekly decisions on a Saturday or Sunday that you have these routines that you just find yourself always saying no just so fast that you don't even realize you went through that decision-making process. Sometimes as fast as the idea comes in, it's gone. You're so good, we are so good at shooting it down that it doesn't even have the opportunity to just linger there a minute. So just allow your mind to wander a little bit and just really think about what it is that's happening in those moments when something pops into your mind. Because there's usually another reason. There's a quote by Jane Austen that says, why not seize the pleasure at once? How often is happiness destroyed by preparation? And that again, like, yes. You know, have you ever been around someone that takes all the fun out of something because they over plan it and over organize what's kind of weird about spontaneity is that I'm saying that I'm not spontaneous but like when I do a, a trip I don't really like things to be over planned I, I really don't want it to have structure I really just want to kind of wake up and go with whatever you know the flow is and I don't, I don't, I think that's a little bit different than, you know, when you're at home because routines are great at home, but when you're on a trip, it's almost like, wait, I don't want a routine here because I almost feel like this is work, which is very telling, right? When I'm gone, when I'm somewhere else, I don't, I feel like I'm a little bit more spontaneous. So anyway, once you learn how to do those little things, once you start to flex that little spontaneity muscle and you start to get a little bit Um, more comfortable then work it into other things so maybe you're not spontaneous in conversation maybe you're more of a listener and an introvert than an extrovert or somebody that just chimes in all the time but and that's part of it right but you've probably also trained yourself to sit back and not really you know jump in because you're just not that person and you've just kind of trained yourself to do that because that feels comfortable to you. But with this exercise of becoming more spontaneous, try to work it into that too. Speak up as soon as the urge arises. 
as soon as you have a thought and you've crafted it exactly the way that you want it, just speak up spontaneously. Curiosity and really speaking your mind and offering your ideas is really highly valued these days, a lot more so than it used to be. And people are very open and welcoming to different points of view. So most people are going to appreciate, you know, that insight that you have and really insight into who you are. So even little other ways to work in spontaneity, like taking a different route to work, turning off your phone for a certain period of time at night or in the morning, or just turning off your notifications, right? Because every time from the corner of your eye that you see that screen, just do that little glow thing. You're just like, it is such an interrupter of your thought and an interrupter of whatever it is you're doing. I have, I had this happen actually yesterday at work where I was in a meeting and I said to myself, I have to have my phone here just because I like to keep track of how much time we have so I can construct my thoughts. But I'm listening and I see that when I'm listening, I see that phone light up. I'm just so, I lose my, my mojo in that moment. So I have to literally flip it over. And I committed that 90 minutes are going to go by and I'm not going to look at that phone until I get a sense that we're getting close to the end of the meeting. So that if I have anything to say, I'm going to be able to say it, but I'm not going to keep having that distraction of that little light. And so for me, that was one little thing that allowed me at least the opening the the window to be able to say be a little bit more spontaneous let your mind i'm so sorry let your mind follow along with whatever those thoughts are don't let it be interrupted by this glowing light or this message or something else because that's just not only the killer of spontaneity it's the killer of creativity and so i've come a long way when it comes to disconnecting and unplugging because I know that when I do my writing or anything creative that I love to do if I have that phone next to me it is such a distraction it's no different than having um, your tv on while you're trying to write an important you know email it's like you can't really do it and and be at your optimum spontaneous self right you just can't do it so if you're really going to become a more spontaneous person you are actually saying I'm going to commit to letting go of this just crazy need that I have for concrete routines and just certain things to be a certain way it's going to mean letting go of being afraid of making a decision that's not right or something that might embarrass you let go of that fear of embarrassment Maybe that was such a big fear for you when you were young that you've just carried it into your adulthood, but people get embarrassed about silly stuff all the time. So maybe all of this lack of spontaneity is just because you have this little fear of just being embarrassed, but hey, like lose it. I'm sorry, learn it while you're doing it. And if you mess up a little bit, who cares? I always refer to doing this podcast. Like, what did I know about this? What did I know about 
articles being submitted to magazines and stuff, but I started just writing and writing and I started recording and I just started doing it. Of course, there are going to be things out there that I have submitted that aren't perfect. Of course, my earlier podcasts are not perfect by any means, but you know what? It doesn't matter because the learning of it isn't something I'm ashamed of. I don't have to learn in private anymore, which is something that I used to do when I was younger. It's like, can't learn anything where anybody sees it. You might make a mistake, right? I'm not like that anymore. I feel pretty awesome that at this age, I was able to learn it. So I'm like, I don't care. Like if there are a few mistakes, like that part is fine. So that is one thing I can say I have overcome. Still not super spontaneous, but there you go. Every baby steps, you know. But if you can let go, even in small ways, you will be living a much more full and joyful life. Because being spontaneous just really fulfills us on levels that you just have not ever experienced before. It allows, again, the creativity, the freedom, and just that fresh childlike gut, like knee-jerk reaction, like, let's go. You know how kids just... Or, you know, they're sitting and all of a sudden they just pop up and they just go and do a thing. It's that. It's that that we lose touch with as we get older. So if you learn the skill of being slightly off schedule and more flexible, you're going to be better able to handle unexpected challenges and things that happen in life when life throws you a curveball so the idea of being spontaneous isn't just that you're going to have more fun but that you're also building a tolerance to things that come your way that are unexpected or that disrupt your routine because you have sort of um, stretched those boundaries in a way that allows some movement in there so you've become more flexible and available. So just by nature of, you know, allowing some of those walls to come down so that you can be spontaneous, you're also actually building a part of you that is going to be better able and available to handle those unexpected things. So when life gets really comfortable and you feel like you're in a rut, just examine your routines. Maybe you are really living too rigidly or just saying no out of habit when there just isn't a reason and an an excuse isn't really a reason to say no right they're very different things when you hear yourself say well at least i had a good excuse but that's not a reason to say no there's always an excuse but when you really like i said sit with it and ask yourself what it what is the deal here why am i saying no why am i not just jumping up and doing this thing that's actually fun that will not harm me in any way in fact will improve my life or my social scene or just make me laugh for god's sake why am i just so reluctant to say yes making those small changes taking those baby steps and just doing that a little bit will be so thrilling and it may even introduce you to parts of yourself that you have done a really good job just burying because you have really been on this quest to be comfortable with things that are familiar so friend it is time to 
Start taking a few chances and saying yes to a few more things. I'll do it if you do it. I promise. So let's go be a little bit more spontaneous. That is all I have today, friends. I hope you have a great rest of your day, and I'll see you next time. Friends, if you enjoyed the podcast today, hop on wherever you listen to your podcast and give me a five-star review. It really, really helps a lot. It inspires me and keeps me going, but also just helps the podcast with ratings and things like that. So I would really appreciate it. Just go on there, give a five-star review, leave a comment if you like, share it with your friends. Um, Just so I can keep going. I love doing this and love talking with you every week. Talk to you soon.